Welcome to the Police Fit Podcast, where applicants and serving officers can learn how to smash their fitness test and regain their health. With over 11 years' experience in the fitness industry and 17 years' service in the military and as a first responder, your host, Brad Williams, shares his experience and expertise in helping applicants get their dream job and serving members regain their health. Learn how to increase your health and fitness with actionable steps for first responders by a first responder. So please enjoy this episode of the Police Fit Podcast. G'day guys, welcome to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Thanks to those who have submitted uh, questions this week. I've sent you a message on Facebook with your discount link to the Armoury. Uh, also, our applications are open for our one-to-one coaching this week. So if that interests you in the show notes, I'll drop a, a link to the application form. It has all the information on our programs, costing, etc. And if you have any questions, just drop uh, myself or Kylie, Kylie a message. Um, first, a quick shout out to the team at Three Zeros Coffee. Uh, when you purchase their products, a percentage of the sale goes to organisations supporting the mental health of first responders. So as you would have heard last episode, we like uh, we like supporting businesses that support us. Um, one of the one of their um, they have a, an apparel range at the moment. Um, their shirts are sick. They look awesome. They're super chill. They use the AS color brand. If you don't know in Australia, um, they're just an amazing shirt. They feel awesome. They'll last forever. It's kind of shirt you can uh, you can head out, look pretty slick in, or you can train with it at the gym. And it's one of those <clears throat> you know shirts you own that you know you just fucking own them forever. And you wear them out and you're training them and then you get to a point where you put it on and as soon as you drop one little bit of sweat in there it fucking stinks this will be this will be one of those shirts that's how long you own it for so i had a head over there page um three zeros coffees I'll, I'll chuck a link in the show notes below um also you get a discount when you chuck in three zeros police fit you get 10 10 percent off your order it is so check them out give them a like um support them they support us um they're just a good good company doing great things all right, so into this week. Um, first one's from Amy. <clears throat> I know I know you've spoken heaps about eating to lose weight, but not sure if you've done anything on eating to gain muscle. So with, with weight loss and muscle gain, basically, I tend to take the exact same habits um, for myself, but I just change how much I'm eating basically. Um, so there's still a focus on protein and greens at every meal, which is one of our habits. You know, I'm hitting my water. I'm staying away from shit food, staying away from added sugar, you know, trying to stay off the alcohol. But you know, if I'm, if I'm wanting to put on weight, I'll eat some more. If I'm wanting to lose weight, I'll eat less. And, and that sounds super fucking simple. And it is, it is simple in theory, but obviously putting into action, it's a lot harder as you can see, like just looking looking around the general population, a lot of people overweight or unhealthy. Um, so although it's the the system, the system is simple. The application is what the hard part is, um, which is where like accountability, coaching, tracking, etc., comes into it to help you out. But basically, <clears throat> with nutrition, what I what I what I want you to do is just change your mindset from what do I need to eat to gain muscle or to lose weight to what do I need to eat to make sure that my recovery is on point so I can train to gain muscle, to lose weight, et cetera, whatever your, whatever your goal is. Nutrition is important, obviously, but what I find is that if you have the mindset of if I'm, I'm eating to gain weight or I'm eating to lose weight, 
then you tend to end up going to the extreme of both ends. So, you know, on weight gain, you're eating shit food. You're saying, oh, it's okay. I'm trying to put on weight, et cetera. Or on the flip side, you're reducing your eating so much because you go, oh, no, I want to lose weight. It's fine, you know. And the issue, obviously, the issue there is, like, you don't want to go to the extremes of either side. And, and the difference in nutritional intake between a slow, healthy process of gaining or losing weight shouldn't shouldn't be that drastic. Now, in in saying that, yeah, there, there are times where I've helped clients, like, drop the, an extreme amount of weight in a very short amount of time. Um, you know, a lot of, like, some of our female clients that have weddings coming up, et cetera, that's, that's a goal, and, that, and that's fine. And, you know, it's not... I very much do push a, a healthy, slow process of gaining weight or losing weight. But, you know, there are, there are times where you, you do want to, you know, you, you've got your wedding coming up and you want to drop fucking six kilos or whatever, you know, to look amazing in your dress. Or I had a client that needed to drop, uh, it was like 10 kilos or something in a very short amount of time um, to get his BMI down for, um, to get into the police force. So what we did for him was something very extreme. And it's not something I'd recommend for most people, but, it was, it was something we had to do to to get the desired desired outcome or the desired goal. I'm not I'm not going to say to him, no, just lose weight gradually and you'll get into the cops when you get in because he wanted to get in on a specific date and I appreciate that and so that's what we worked towards and we got him into the job. Um, so although I talk about I talk about having a slow process and a continual process, um. Don't don't shy away from having an aggressive goal in a short time frame. Just understand that you need to have something in place when that time frame finishes. So one of the biggest things with like yo-yo dieting, and I'm on a bit of a tangent here, but one of those things with yo-yo dieting is like people do like, well, I've spoken about like, I think Michelle Bridges one that she does like 1,200 calories a day. And that's just a blanket, blanket rule. Um, so what happens is you reduce your calories so much and you're eating you know, and you lose your weight, you get to your goal, that's great in like six weeks or whatever. But then you, there's nothing in the, you don't have anything to play past that six weeks where what we will do is we'll, if a, guy has, if a client has a very specific goal, be it like say weight loss, an extreme amount of weight in a short period of time, we'll do everything we can to help that client achieve that goal. But then we'll be very conscious of the fact that, okay, we've achieved that goal. Now, what do we need to do with our nutrition to maintain that weight, to make sure we don't bounce back the other way, there's always a plan in place. So you need to make sure that if you do have like a super aggressive goal and in a short time frame, there needs to be something in place, all right, coming out of that, coming out the other side to make sure that you don't go back the other way again. So just something to think about. Um, <clears throat> so make the, make the mindset shift to my attrition is there for my recovery. And my training is there for my body composition goals. So when I talk about body composition goals like weight loss, muscle gain, etc., you know, it comes it comes down to training, and and you cannot just eat to gain muscle. It has to come from training. So if, if you could just eat to gain muscle, then everyone that's overweight would have a stack of muscle on them, wouldn't they? Um, you know, you can eat, you can eat, or you know, say you cannot eat to lose weight, obviously, but you'll be losing muscle mass and fat at the same time. Um, they both. Correct weight loss and correct muscle gain both come down to training. In so when I, when I say that though, in say, like nutrition, it is obviously it's super important for your recovery, etc. And there's a couple of different ways um, to to work, like to go about your nutrition. 
Um, and basically the tool I look at it, accounting calories, um, this gives you a really good insight and understanding to what foods contain. I highly recommend doing this for like two to four weeks, if not longer period, so that you will learn, you will learn a lot. Um, I don't recommend it as like a long-term fix. Yeah, but if you go into a program, like in, in our program, we don't do counting calories. We show clients how to do it if they want to do it. But our main, our main nutritional program within ours is a habits-based one. But if you do do a program where you know you're counting calories, etc., for a twelve-week period, I think that's that's great. You're going to learn a lot. But just have something into play, like I said before. At the end of that twelve weeks, okay, what am I going to do? Because you know counting calories your whole life isn't isn't something that's sustainable um, for the average person. You know, it's not something you're going to want to keep doing. So at that 12-week mark, the, you know, 13-week mark, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with my nutrition? Am I going to go to a more habits-based approach? What am I going to do? But have a, have a plan for when you finish when you finish counting your calories. Um, yeah, we, the other one's using a habits-based approach, which is what we do. Um, if, you, like, if you're wanting to gain weight, you need to be eating in a calorie surplus. All right, so you need to be consuming more than you burn. So say, say you're burning 2,400 calories a day. To put weight, <coughs> sorry, to put weight on, you need to be eating more than that. So if you're trying to build muscle but not eating enough, your body will not be recovering properly, which is what it really comes down to. So with building muscle, you need to make sure your recovery is there, so you can you can hit your next training session. You know, and and the thing with building muscle, it's just this constant cycle of tearing the muscle, resting the muscle, the muscle repairing, and then repeating again. And that's how you build muscle. You, you, you're tearing those muscle fibers, they're building back and they're building bigger. And there's just that continual process of recovery, train, rest, recovery, train, um, rest and repair. So think about, think about what you're training with you need to, with your training, what you need to do to achieve your goal. So then, <coughs> sorry guys. So then with your with your nutrition and recovery, what do you need to, to have in place to support those goals? So think about your training. What training do you need to be doing to achieve your goals? And then think about what nutrition and what recovery you need to have in place to support those goals. So I do have a podcast also on reducing body fat without losing muscle. Um, I'll drop that in the show notes below. Um, so the next question is from Ashley, and it's very similar to the first one. And I've covered most of it, but I will cover some more stuff. Um, is it worth? Is it worth counting calories, or should you just try and eat healthy, high protein? What should the main goal be, nutrition-wise? Um, so, I obviously did co- cover this a bit, um, and I asked, like, who, who's this for? What are your goals? So, uh, for herself, she's needing to gain to gain muscle and and lose fat. Um, but even generally, except for those times when you can't train, should your diet change as well or should you maintain the same nutrition? So uh, what I just said before, so I've got a podcast, Reducing Body Fat Without Losing Muscle. I'll put that in the show notes uh, below. But what I will talk about from that question is um, during the times of non or limited training, you should absolutely change your nutrition intake. So I do this daily now. And, and the reason for that is because you're if you've got a goal to, especially like gaining muscle and losing weight at the same time, you need to be eating very in line with your output. All right. So I do this daily and 
something to keep in mind. Like I'm, I'm trying to build muscle, always trying to build muscle, lifelong goal, and and maintain my current. I say body fat percentage. I don't count my body fat percentage, but another way to say that I guess would be current weight. But if I if I maintain my body fat percentage and put on muscle, obviously my body weight's going to be going up. So I'm trying to maintain basically how I feel about by putting on more muscle. Um, so it's all depending on how how I have trained as to what my nutritional intake will be. So for example, if if I didn't train say on a Sunday and then Monday I just have a light session booked in. Um, then what I'll do is I'll drop my nutritional intake on the Monday slightly to be in line with my training output and my recovery from the day before. So this might look like just having, say, two two meals and no snacks. Um, then, say, Tuesday, I come in, I do a 6 a.m. jiu-jitsu class and then, say, a 3 p.m. hard strength session. Then on the Tuesday, what I, what I might do, it might look like three meals and a snack. Um, then depending on how I feel when I wake up Wednesday, if I'm still feeling the training from the day before. I'll keep my food intake higher at about three meals, maybe a snack, depending on what my training is for that day. Um, for myself, like I know, for myself, if I don't train at all, my nutritional intake for maintaining my current weight is basically two large meals. Um, and to put on weight is three large meals. So if I'm not training if I have two large meals a day, I'll maintain around that 93, uh, 92, 93 kilo mark uh, to put on weight, then it's three large meals. Um, so that's obviously make sure I have my protein, greens, carbohydrates in there. Um, so when I'm training, basically, I basically shift all that along one spot. So to drop weight, if I'm training, I just have two large meals a day. To maintain weight, it's three large meals a day. To put on, it's three large plus a snack. Um, so that's just kind of on average, um, and depending on how I'm, how I trained that day and the day before. So this is if I'm looking to do it slowly over time. Obviously, you can go to the extreme either way, but that's generally how I I know. Like after training and eating like for goals specific for so long, I know. Okay, like today for example, I've got a lunchtime jujitsu class, which is always hard on a Friday. Um, I had had like a, a fairly decent, um, some toast with banana and honey. Um, and then I'm going to go to jujitsu train and then have a pretty big lunch, have a snack, have a pretty big dinner, and then have another protein shake before I go to bed. So I know my training today is going to be a bit high. So I'll probably do uh, another session later on tonight. Um, so I'm just going to increase, increase what I'm eating for the day. Um, if you, if you eat and train, train like an athlete, and I say this all the time, if you eat and train like an athlete, the, the rest will take care of itself. So whatever, whatever, body composition goals you want to achieve, um, you know, it, it'll take care of itself. Just focus on your your training, your nutrition and not the actual, how, how, you're, how you're looking. If you want to lose weight and you focus on your training, train like an athlete, eat like an athlete, you're going to lose weight. So talking, and talking before about counting calories and, and knowing what's, what's in a meal, it makes it a lot easier to eat on the fly. Like later on, once you've done that, once you've done that, say you've counted calories for 12 weeks or whatever you want to do, um, afterwards, you're going to be able to eat on the fly much better. And when I say eat on the fly, just understanding, okay, my training's been less today. You know, I had a light session yesterday, so I don't need to eat too, eat too much or eat overeat to recover. Um, you can just look at kind of meals and go, okay, this, this, is about the, this is about how much energy it's got. This is what I need to be eating. So for example, if you know to maintain your current weight is say 1,800 calories a day, then you can count 
count the calories for you know two, four, six, twelve weeks, however long it takes to get a bit of an idea. Um, you'll have a good understanding of okay, that that meal. Looking at a meal is about four to six hundred, so I know I need three of those. Um, if you're wanting to lose weight, okay, I need to eat maybe two slightly bigger or three slightly smaller meals than that. Um, with, with anything though, like ha- having this understanding takes time. It's not something you'll just be able to do after a week. Think about and one thing, one thing that like kind of gets my mind, and the wife can do this, is baking, right? So like. It fucking blows my mind when she can just throw a cake in the oven, have a look at it and know the ingredients and kind of be like, oh yeah, it needs to be on this this temperature for this amount of time without even fucking reading a single instruction. Like for me, if I'm baking, I need to read like every single instruction, like crack the first egg, crack the second egg, crack the, you know, put it on this amount of time for this. And, and I literally set, I like, I put it in, set an alarm on my phone. So it's only in for that exact amount of time because like I, I got no fucking idea. But you know, someone that's been doing it for longer and they understand it, they can just look at something and go, okay, it's a cupcake, it's about that big. These are the ingredients. It goes on for this amount of time at this temperature. Um, yeah, you know, if you track your food for long enough, you have that understanding too. Okay, this amount of food equals about this much energy. So this is about how much I need to eat. Um with for myself with training, like I can I can try a brand new exercise I've never done before in my life. And I can do about five reps of it and have a really good understanding of what my three rep max would be on that exercise. But this just comes with experience. Like anything, you need to do it consistently for a period of time to have a better understanding of it, a better understanding of how to do it. So although although we don't overt, like we don't push clients to count calories in our program, it's an option for them if they want to. Um, I think I think if, if everyone counted calories for like a six week period, you'd have a much, much better understanding of what's in food, what nutrition, you know, what it contains. And I think it'll really surprise you. So, and the easiest way to do that is um, my fitness power. You can just chuck your stuff in there and it gives you a real, and it's not going to be exact because, you know, you don't have to measure all your food, et cetera, but you can kind of look at it and go, oh, okay, there's, there's three chicken breasts in there. It's 600 grams. So you go, all right, they're about 200 grams each. You know, it doesn't, one might be 190, one might be 210, et cetera. But you can kind of average it and go, okay, it's about 200. It doesn't have to be an exact science. Like you're not trying to get on stage and compete in a bodybuilding competition. But just have like a pretty pretty good rough understanding of, of what, what's in food, what, what's the nutritional value of it, you know, and what you can consume, you know, for, for your recovery, if you're trying to put on weight, for your recovery, if you're trying to lose weight, et cetera. But just remember like train, if you, if you set yourself a goal and you set yourself a program to reach that goal, just make sure your nutrition is in line to support that program because that's that's the that's the important part. That training is important. So to be able to support that, it's all about your recovery and nutrition, etc. So they're all they're all very important. But have your have your program laid out first, your training, and then build your nutrition and your recovery off supporting that program. Okay, and what you can achieve. So I hope that helps. Um, as always, any questions, shoot them through. Just a reminder: applications for our one-to-one coaching program. It's currently open. So if you're interested in that, drop me a message or fill out the application form in the show notes. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Now, I'm going to ask you to do what everyone else asks you to do as well. Can you please subscribe, like, and share the podcast? The more people we can get it in front of, the more people we can help. Now, on that too, if you've got any questions at all, please shoot me a message on Facebook. I'll cover it off in the podcast. I'll give you the most amount of information that I can. 
And please, if you need help with your fitness, training, mindset, anything, please reach out and ask me. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you out. You just need to ask. Thanks, guys.